spirit to me and so to minister spirit messian spirit Ephesian to me enter spirit alien to enter spirit Essian to enter spirit and sometimes to me enter to make you enter entrance enter spirit Espian son spirit session spirit to me and to see and to be elder enter entrance Sophia Lufon Fana Father Father entrance Fanavastu Fanatofra to Panop to Pera to Pana Patana Tamasa Patana Parana Patana Panana Pata Pasa Parana Pata Pata Parana Master Pata Parana Master Pata Parana Master Pata Parana Master Pata Erana Masion to Pata Ezra Master Pata as a Masion Foster Fist Fist Ferenisis to Fist 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 Fastion to Ortoni Elta Entering, enter, entering, enter, entering, 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 in, 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 center, 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 Adam, order, Adam, order, Adam, order, heaven, seven is even heavens, according to heaven, order, it's according to heaven's order, it's heaven's, heaven's order, heaven's sovereign order, feel heaven order, even heaven order, heaven order, it's heaven's order, it's heaven's order. Heaven's order. As he connect heaven's order. Fatono, Fatono, Fatana, 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 Patana, Vatana, Patana, Perena, Paranha, Paraenha, Erenostu, Odiando, Wutu Privin, so bring even Hoven, Hoven, Hoven heart, hearts, Bastion hearts, Fanosia, to make him, so make heaven hearts see, to make heaven's hearts see, see has hearts, must to me help to Karana Tayelzo Zondeli Kamanuri held Elder Mehelzo Sosaterana Parana Nenglen Soyel Oliel Dolia Oliel Spirit Fonny Hesion Spirit Easy Nelian Sotri Koyon Kid Konko Vato and the Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Tanya, the Tanya, the 
Kreteti matia kasti vanya nati anati 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 anose palia negatari araboshna aprapa papio pofatenia fatalia nemafrotalia kriya sapani ananata alibro nosti brande veliste kriya manoste palia namana masti valia noste panatia tatalia apriste vanasti kraliosi palia vastia pasa 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 alla Fasta mastia fatia nemo sofatia nenata brekita lia namotia aliva namoshta enavia nata enavia nata menia sofati garoshta elebro rodoshta vanagaragaragaragaragaragaragaragaragaragaragaraga avanosti brani garoshta alia panata ania panata ania panata the heavenly opens the heavenly orders i hear it's after i am raising you up after the heavenly order i am raising i am raising armies i am raising armies after the orders of the heaven i am raising an army in these earth times after the orders of the heaven and i've sent down my spirit which is before the throne for to culture and to raise men after the heavenly order i have sent forth my spirit not just my spirit even with the with the ministering angels with the angels of the heavenly order that you may be raised in their order for they are spirits that can impact their order to you i have raised them i have made them i've raised them and i have sent them forth with the things of the heavens i have sent them forth with my things with my things with my things even the things that raised him that is seated at the right hand of my at his my right hand i have sent them forth to raise you up after the order of heavens and they've opened over open 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 it's open to you it's open 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 heavens are open to you heavens are open to you heavens are open to you the heavens are open to you makia tabatia noste vratinate the heavens are open come up to the heavens for i've sent forth my spirit for to culture you and raise you after the heavenly pattern after the heavenly pattern after the heavenly pattern change for change spirits change spirits change spirits change the culture of spirits that is culturing you change into the culture of the heaven change into the culture of the heavens change to the culture of the heavens submit to the spirit of the heavens and they will raise you after my order they will raise you after my order change the order of spirit change 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 the order of spirit Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Yes. Let's do fibrando. Come and eat. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you. Amen. Let the glory, your glory, let it speak. Because such is the ministration of the New Testament. It's a ministration of glory. As the word says, I ask, Father, for the 
utterance of that of this glory from the realms of glory come and help us tonight thank you father amen amen yes praise the lord thank you jesus praise god please just welcome somebody and say thank you jesus thank you jesus Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, okay. Um, good evening to everybody. Uh, you're welcome in Jesus' name. Um, okay, we're going to go into the Word. Praise the Lord. Um, can we do just a quick recap of um, is everyone okay today? Everyone is good. How are you, my sister? <laughs> I'm so happy to see you again. God bless you. <laughs> Praise God. Um, okay, let's let's see Saturday. Let's just um, if we can have a very quick recap of what we learned. What, what did we learn on Saturday? On Saturday. Amen. No one is no one is coming forward. Coming forward to <laughs> Praise God. Okay, Brian, we have Brian. Um praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um so I believe on Saturday we were um, we focused a lot on Psalm 51. Um, uh, it was it's a psalm that was pertaining the heart, right? And um, you know you made mention that this psalm came at a time when uh, David was um, was how will I put it? He was very um, what's the word he was very repentant of his sins and iniquities right and so he he even just looking for instance um in verse 3 of some in verse 3 of Psalm 51 he said for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever is ever before me speaking about in verse 5 how he was shaping in iniquity Right and in sin did my did my mother conceive me? Talking about how the world is, everything in this world was conceived from sin. Right, and as long as you are born into this world, you know you are a partaker of what of the thing that made, you know, the things in the world. And um, we we're just looking at different verses. Um, one of them that really stood out um, was verse six. 
you know, when it talks about how thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden parts. Now, we, you spoke a bit about that hidden part, saying that it was the heart, right? And wisdom should get to that part, those hidden parts of man. That's the, the obviously the heart, which is the deepest part of the soul, right? Um, uh, I think there was, there was, there was a... I know this, the Spirit moved you to really expand on how the important role the heart plays in terms of offering sacrifices to God, yeah. right? Um, you explained that a lot of, it's possible to be born again. It's possible to even come around these waters, but you are not allowing your heart to be, you are not mindful of the activities of your heart, yeah. right? And it's much later that these things will come out to play if you are not particular about what is going on in your heart, right? Um, and um, uh, in verse 10, for instance, where it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I remember you link, um, comparing that with Ezekiel 36. Um, you know, and there was a statement that you made that really was very profound. You said, Christ walks upon a clean heart. And God walks upon a fleshy heart, you know. And for me, that that's really was an eye-opener because it just showed me a different, you know, like the way I was now seeing it was that really the kingdom is, is really Christ and God, right? And outside the kingdom, there's a dimension of water that will clean you for to enter the kingdom where you have dealings with Christ and God. And just there were many things that you that you opened up on but it was really about the heart that we were looking at and how you should not just let your heart be remain in the current state that it's in. Right. So that's just a little that I can I think uh, Brian had said most of it, but you also made another profound statement about the link between the heart and the garment. Okay. That um, the garment, for instance, then I think we spoke about um, daily sacrifices and the priest offering in the temple, but also even in speaking about the 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 inward, I mean, the secret parts of the heart, the real work is the spirit in the heart that Christ has to do and that instrument of the spirit is the is the is the real salvation of that soul and I think that's where the difference between the the blindness of the mind and the ignorance of, of a man's heart is. So a man can can be by these waters and you can um get it up in the head but the real work is when, and that's why I made analogy that sometimes you see the person can can decide to deal with matters cerebrally or morally, and you see the person might not know when the person. So it's I, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying properly, but you are saying the real work of Christ is first to change the spirit, and this spirit is not just the recreated spirit in the man's spirit; it's the spirit inside the heart. And you made analogy also with fallen evil spirits, that the the job of evil spirits is to 
replicate themselves, their spirit in your heart. So the, the real job is after Christ has put his spirit inside your heart, then God can walk with that spirit. And you said um, the, God's face is veiled, so he can't be old. So it's it's all a process. So it's like installments inside a man's heart or his, his temple that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just not the thing that's happening. You said everything. I remember the comparison you made between Saul and David. Like, so, okay. Saul was still, like, trying to cover up, like, okay, I know I've done this thing. Let's just wrap it up. Like, you know, he wasn't concerned about God's heart. And and God was still giving him mercy. Like, okay, we are sending Samuel to see how this person is going to still react to us. But that was, and he now told the garment again because he was still trying to cover up his sin. But David immediately, like, you know, when he told the story, like, you talked about storytelling. Like, why do people tell stories? It's because you want them, you are, you are, like you want them to empathize with the character. Like, okay, this is what, what if it was you? Like, you are able to really feel that, ah, if it was me, this is what I would do. Compared to if you just said it, and David realized his fault, and he was like, even he wasn't ashamed to say, ah, okay, if it was sacrifices, I would give it. But this is not what you want. You want a clean heart, like, and the heart is like a garment. Like, if you don't have, if I don't have that clean heart, there's nothing I can do, you know. And that was what Saul missed. He felt, oh, I can do this to maybe pacify God. Like, we would move on. But David was like, no, like, it's the heart. Like, I can do everything, but if my heart is not clean, there's nothing else I can do. You know, and then you talked about Judas, too, and how he was with Judas. Like, you know, his heart was not changing, and he kept growing backwards. Let me put it that way. He was degenerating. Like, the way he was in the beginning wasn't the way he now, the third year, like, he had grown so dark that even when he saw Jesus, he wasn't, was like, okay, we can still do this. Like, he's going to die anyway, so let's just, like, you know, but he not realizing, like, you know, like, that's what sin does. Like, after a while, you just grow numb to it. Like, okay, like, it's not so bad, right? Till... It now destroys the person, and like you spoke about the evil spirit, like they don't. It's not about possession. Like possession, they are still forcing you to do something you wouldn't naturally do, but it's their nature. They are just trying to impart their nature in a man, so that the man now naturally carries it out, and he feels he's the one doing it, not knowing that they've actually built a like a temple in him, and he is now the one. And the evil spirit can now live like, yes, I finished my work in this man, and go on to carry on another mission. Yeah. On what Ellie said about the veil, um, you were saying you talked about how we need to be at home with the fact that we have to labor to to eventually see God. You're saying that you were saying that um, the reason why um, it seems um, relationship with God is not natural is because of the things that we're carrying, um, and so until I guess those things are eliminated. God's face would not be unveiled because he, he will not behold iniquity and that it's, it's actually mercy that's making him not look at us like that. Um, another thing you said is that, and they've all said this, is that evil spirits pour their nature into us so that we can inherit their nature. But you said that God actually has a plan for the heart of man. And the way um, evil spirits pour into men is the same way God intends to pour into us. And you now said that the... Um, Revelation is a conversation of heaven, and it's by revelation that God will pour off his spirit 
into us. And then you now said that there are two spirits that the heart has to inherit. You said spirit of life in Christ, um, Romans 8, and then spirit of life from God. I think that's in the book of Revelations. And then so spirit of life in Christ, I believe you said, will make the heart either clean and then one will make the heart fleshy or something. I, I might be mixing it up. And, and as any said, you know, um, God, God will work on the fleshy heart. Yeah, so we need to inherit those spirits because as we've inherited, obviously, nature, nature of evil spirits, the heart must um, turn until they inherit spirits from God. Just while everyone was talking, uh, I mean, they've all said, they've all said the main things, but um, I remember you also stated that the problem the reason as to why David came forth with this saying to speaking is because yeah. he 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 offended with his heart yes. and not yeah. um, you know it was not any other thing than his heart and we were seeing like they've all said also that he he realized that there was a spirit and you liken that spirit he says the spirit in the heart is the dominion mm-hmm. or the kingdom in the heart mm-hmm. and you see like you and he, the reason as to why David was able to realize that this is actually a heart offense towards God is because you also mentioned that he was he was a man who was heavily and strictly led by the Spirit, mm-hmm. and you gave the um, the example of how you know when he came back from war and they took his wife and his seventh wife, and how even before he went he had to you know inquire from the Lord if he should go first of all. But we also down the line in the message we also saw that it's possible for we. Um, Christians or people who are following God to easily switch spirits. Mm-hmm. You know, we say you can, we can. There's a spirit that we're supposed to be getting, but he said you mentioned that if you're not, if you're not led, if you're not, you know, constrained by by the spirit of God, it's possible to just easily switch back mm-hmm. to the old spirit that had preeminence in you. Yeah. Um, and that's how we also now, just based on what they've all said, linked it to the fact that people who are who are offering daily sacrifices. There are people who are able to use one application, like you said, who are able to stick to one spirit and follow that spirit, which is which would uh, make them, you know, like inherit, uh, which would make them come into more things. And you said that uh, the priestly world will not be open, open to you if you're not able to stick to that spirit um, that is not of of this world or of the devil, which you can easily, if you're not if you're not careful, you can easily just always switch back back and forth um, with basically. So yeah, that's what I. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. That was uh, awesome. I think uh, we did a good recap of of the last um, of last time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Um, and one one thing I don't know if we have, we have seen clearly is that um, operation of Christ uh, of the spirit the the spirit of the spirit of life in Christ, the spirit of life in Christ, right? Or Christ generally, praise God. Um, Christ generally. Um, so we have Christ, then we have the waters of Christ. Praise God. And we said that the waters of Christ, they actually flow out. Right, they 
they flow out and um, the waters does they do like a cleansing first to make your soul clean right and now that water of Christ is also like it's also Christ but it's a dimension of Christ right that you experience before you begin to before he begins to give off to give his own spirit right which um, that spirit um, the spirit means is actually his the spirit of a thing is the nature of a thing right so in his his nature there is a cleansing first that Christ brings to his soul praise the Lord before he begins to change the nature of the soul that but the changing of the nature is what you actually call the giving of the spirit right because what every living thing is controlled by its spirit every um, spiritual living thing or every living every soul that has like spiritual function is controlled by its spirit praise the lord right so the spirit of a thing um is like the it's the is the carrier the giver of the nature of that thing right when you say i this is the spirit of of that thing it's the it's spirit it has the characteristics it has the behavior praise god of of that thing are you seeing that um so um you now discover that that the kingdom is when you say someone has ent- has has entered into the kingdom is that somebody has begun to partake of the dominion right you seeing that and then we say dominion and spirit you can't separate dominion from spirit because what dominates a soul is a spirit it takes a spirit to have dominion over a soul right anything that isn't say spirit or it's not spiritual it can't handle the soul it doesn't know how to move the soul that's why men can't be moved from outward it has to be men are driven from within and because from within that's where that's the point where spirit touches praise God the spirit don't can't doesn't they don't come to handle the without of a man it is from within even if they want to do anything without it's from within so like you see the world around us everything that has been developed built what we call the systems all of those things those were just men who have been who have been driven from within by a spirit who began to do things a certain way so satan didn't come here physically and begin to build the physical the world you know you know what i mean and to so get this out if you want to become rich you have to do this and this if you want to be, you want to have money if you want to have influence if you want to have fame if you want to be this you want to be that you have to go through this process and all spirits didn't come physically to do that it's men who did those things but the way they did those things is through what the inward staring of the being able to stare the hearts of men praise god in a certain direction are you seeing that so so really what um what exercises upon the soul is uh, is spirit god it is only spirit can handle the souls of men and can drive the souls of men praise god um so um, amen. Mm-hmm. 
So the, the, when it comes to approach, approaching, approaching God, um, which, is the, which is the journey that God has designed for every soul to take, every soul is meant to approach God, come closer to God. Amen. Come closer. That's the, that's the journey of every soul. Amen. And so in, in that journey of every soul to God, um, God, there is a, there are, there are actually, there are actually ways that, because God is holy. So that when you are approaching a holy being, a holy thing, there's a way you come towards a, a holy entity. You don't just bring, if you can just arrive at it or at him, then he can't be holy. But just by, if you just think about it, just by definition, if any, if he's it, this man, anything can come. He can, he embraces anything. Anyone, any kind of thing is just there where he is. Then he's not holy. He can't have both. It's not by definition that such a thing cannot be holy. The word holy means separate, right? It's, it's separate, it's separate from things. So it means that to, for anything to arrive at a holy, at a holy place, or to become united with a holy thing, it, it must undergo a process of change. Uh, am I correct? It, it's a process of change. So that process of changing of his soul, so that his soul can come to God, or can become united, or can share close fellowship and communion with God. That is the, that is the wisdom that is in the scriptures which the Holy Spirit is with what we are learning. Uh, do you understand that? That's what we are learning. All we are learning is just how our soul. It's not, it's not about, you know, like what we, you know, Christianity, going to heaven, all those things. Leave all those things. Praise God. Thank God for that. Thank God we'll go to heaven. Amen. We're not despising that. Those things are good. It's awesome. We'll celebrate it. We enjoy, I, you know, the fact that, ah, I'll go to heaven. It's a good thought. Let it be a good thought. Enjoy it. It's not a bad thing. Amen. Yeah. Um, but we are saying that let's let's put those things aside. Let's just talk about the reality of who you are, just as a person, right? Just you, who, who, how you are as a person. Your what you love, what you like, your your sense of judgment. Just you, as a person. There is a separation between you and God. <laughs> are you seeing that? And and if, it would have been nice if that kind of separation is just a matter of carrying you somewhere. So let's say God is here. Let's go and meet God. Amen. Uh, amen. You now discover that that even if you if they are saying let's go and meet God, by the time you're citing who He is, inside of you will be repelling you. There's something inside you that will tell you I shouldn't be here. I'm unholy. I'm too. I'm not worthy of being in this place. Sometimes you feel that in even just worshiping. Just when the point of worship you get to, you just you're just like you feel so ashamed of yourself. You feel so like you are so unworthy. What am I even doing? What kind of? Why am I wasting my life? There is you want to just sensing the holiness of God. Are you seeing? So 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 there is and God is that way. Uh, God is that way. God is holy. Any any and any soul, even if you bring a soul, let's say there's a way to bring a soul that is imp- impure, unholy. And bring him right to where God is. That soul will not enjoy that position. It will be a place of torment. Have you ever, has anybody ever felt torment before? Maybe you just finished sinning, serious sin. Or you've been living in sin for a while. And then you enter a holy atmosphere. How do you feel? There's something about that feeling. You feel like dying. 
like or maybe you're walking in disobedience and then after a while you just break into maybe some somehow you you are in a place that maybe they arrange for you somehow. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. You know God and, and Jesus they know how to arrange for us and the Holy Spirit. They know how they, they, they can arrange for you. Maybe they only your friend will tell you, hey, come, let's go and play something. You're going to play. You feel like you're going to play. Amen. Praise God. Maybe if they are said, let's go and have fellowship, you will not have come. Because you are not in the right frame of mind for that at that point. You just say, okay, we, have to, we want to just have a nice game night. Yeah, game night, I'm coming. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Amen. And then when you get to game night, what happens? When you open the door, you start hearing some, you start smelling that they are doing things that doesn't sound like what? Like games. Amen. The atmosphere. How many of you have felt atmosphere of the spirit before? Yeah. When you were not ready? For atmosphere, <laughs> it's like an assault to your canal, your canal nature. So, so just if so, I do you get that sense? Who is the person who is reacting on the inside? Is the soul. So that soul is a man. Is there? It's just there on the inside, and that man is uh, he can he can increase in holiness. He can increase in holiness, and he can become less holy. And he can become more filthy. Are you seeing that? So, so these are the, this is the reason for, for all this wisdom in the scripture. The, the scripture is just wisdom. How to make souls. How to make souls compatible with the presence of God. Are you seeing that? So you, you'll be able to see now how, how difficult it will be for God to fellowship face to face. With a soul that that can't even that is even too unholy for just the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit. So, are you saying that there will be a difficulty? So, you now see that even if it's about going to even when you get to heaven, you now you now realize that when you get to heaven, it doesn't mean that. Praise God. When you get to heaven, it doesn't mean that when you get there, you just see God. And have you ever thought about it before? Jesus Christ said that there was one man in heaven, and they said he was in Abraham's bosom. Where is that place? Why was he not with the Father? Why was he not with Elohim? God. <laughs> you see that? It means that inside that place, it means there are places there. It's what you call Abraham's bosom. Amen. And I, I, I sense that that Abraham's bosom is not... If you, imagine where Abraham is. That's probably a high place. There are, lower, there are other places lower than that that beings can stay in heaven. If earth is this vast, how vast will heaven be? So it means that going to heaven doesn't mean you are going to God. God is there, can be there. But someone can maybe spend trillions of years, I don't know, and never see him in one day. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? So, so it's not really about that thing, about traveling somewhere. It's about the soul. It's about a soul's level of holiness. It's about a soul. It's about a soul's compatibility with God. How can a soul become compatible with God? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, so you're seeing that, that that's why they now sent Christ. Okay, God, God sent Christ. We go and prepare men for me. Go and raise men who can come to me. Go and bridge the gap for men. Go and make man. Because without Christ, man can never come. 
Amen. I now see Christ now has there's now the technology of coming inside of Christ. Are you seeing that? So you now realize that if Christ is now saying, okay, we want to make a soul to come. But first of all, that being called Christ is a very, very is a very, very he's a high man. Praise God. Is a is a what? Is a high man. So Christ is a man that can come to God. But you see that man who can come to God is not an ordinary man. Right? It's not a, a what? It's an, who is Christ? Christ is the man who God unveils in his face to. Who God brings in. Who God accepts in fellowship. Praise God. Christ is the man who has a place in God. There's a place inside God. That place is the Christ place. Amen. That's what Jesus was saying in John chapter 14. That in that, my father's house, there are many, many mansions, different places there. But there's a particular place there that is a place. That is where I am, right? That's to say that that place where I am is where me I'm going to prepare for you. So that place I'm going to prepare it is a place where I am. And of course, that place is actually the Father's place. Praise the Lord. Are you seeing that? So, 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 so Christ, but Christ, you now see that Christ is a high man. So he must now find a way for men to begin to, to relate with Christ. Man must journey from where he is. Do you see that? So when Christ comes and wants to begin to deal with a man, he doesn't bring his Christ nature first. You can't just bring a carnal man, a worldly man, not even carnal, now worldly. You can't just bring a worldly man and then just Christ begins to bring off, like I said, spirit, his nature. You can't just begin to install Christ's nature on a worldly man. It's not possible. Is not possible. So that man must journey first. You must what? Journey first. That man must journey. What is the journey? That journey that makes a person begins to receive Christ's spirit, Christ's nature, is a journey of letting go of things. Right? Before you take one, you must do what? You must let go of the other. You must let go. You must let go of the other. It's almost a, it's almost like a it's it's a winning time. Say win. W-E-A-N. A winning time. Praise God. It's a what? Winning time. There's something about, let's, when you say milk, there's something about milk of the world. Milk does something. Anybody who is drinking milk, they drink milk, and even when they drink milk well, they become very, very good drinkers of milk of the world. There's something about milk. Milk attached. There's something attached to milk. Milk is attached to. Milk is attached to man's life. 
milk is not is not has nothing to do with God's life. It's a, it's, it's provision for man's life, right? It's not it doesn't have anything about God's life in it. Many of us believe that. I don't know if, if there's anybody who knows maybe biology or something. There's something about milk. It's not a... Um, I don't think it comes from the bloodstream. There, there are things that, that milk is, that produces milk. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. So, milk is not a blood product. Milk is a provision. It's a provision. Anybody can use it. Milk is what? Anybody can use milk. You can drink a cow's milk. Can they transfuse a cow's blood into you? (laughs) (laughs) Even Even among human beings, am I correct? not everybody's blood you can take but anybody can drink milk from anywhere give any bring milk from any mother anything are you get what i'm saying there's no milk doesn't have that i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i feel like milk does not have does not have dna of the person maybe it has maybe i'm wrong but i feel like maybe it's possible those who have no biology can can say praise god yeah. But that milk, so I get him, it's not a blood flow. It's just a provision. Like anybody can take it. Anybody can. Are you seeing? So, so a person can drink milk that came from God, but doesn't have anything property of God's life. Do, do you understand that? The, the, the purpose of milk is to grow you. Whoever you are, grow you. Let's grow you. It's not to make you become some, something else. It's to grow you. So when you bring a man and you give him to feed that man the milk, milk doesn't have the power to separate a man's things from him. It doesn't have that. To do that, you must introduce another DNA, another life. Are you seeing that? Praise the Lord. So, so, so milk operation... Um, that so milk well milk there's milk 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 okay then you find milk we are using that same spiritual example analogy of using the tabernacle praise God if we are using the tabernacle then if of course if we are using the tabernacle it means we are we are using the the we are using the um, 
the the praise God. Amen. Mobile representation of the wisdom of coming. No, there's the mobile one, then there's the stationary one, which is the temple. Praise God. Amen. I was explaining to someone yesterday that the, there's a difference between that mobile one and then the, the stationary one. The stationary one, the temple is when you've got into the, the land, the actual site. Right? When you've got into the actual site, what they build at the actual site. Praise God. And then there's the mobile one, which moves. But you see, with both of them, they are, you find the same kind of, it's the same design, the same markers that the Lord put. In the wilderness one, in the tabernacle, you find that um, if you are looking, let's say you're able to go to space in that time, or not space, just take a camera on the, high up. Let's say you take a drone, right, and drive it into the wilderness, and just you, you hit the camp of Israel. Praise God. And you're trying to see what their formation is like. Praise God. See, so that, that their, Israel's formation is not ordinary. There's something about, about their formation. See that formation. When, when they called, when Balak brought Balaam to come and curse them, and he went to climb to the mountain, what he saw was their formation, and he couldn't curse. He just, got, he just saw how God arranged a people. There was something about that arrangement. And inside him, the prophetic, that arrangement shut down every prophetic capacity of cursing. So it's that thing, it's a, it's a blessedness. It's something, it's a wisdom, from, it's a spiritual wisdom, praise God, in terms of how God arranged them and how they should, they should journey. Amen. So, so you see that... Um, um, in the book of Numbers, you, you begin to see how the, how the Lord told them. So if you zoom up, like, like you have that drone, right? What you will see, you will see if a first, almost like a first, a circle. It's not a circle, but the first um, perimeter is the masses of the people in the camp, their camp. You just see tents. You will see that the, there will be on the north, on the south, on the east, on the west. Right, just round like that. North, south, east, west. Three tribes up north. Three tribes in the south. Three tribes in the east. Three in the west. Then when you go inside that circle, after a while, praise God, you will now see another one that looks like the outer one, but is smaller. That one is only one tribe. It's the tribe of Levi. But the Lord told Moses, separate them two into families. And he mentioned this family, this family, this family stay in the north side. This family, this one stay in the south side. The other one stay in the east side. Stay in the white. Are you seeing? It's all there in the book of Numbers, the beginning of the book of Numbers. Praise God. Amen. And so he put them that way. You see that? Then you now go closer. Then you now see Tabernacle. You see the first veil with the curtains. Praise God. The first segment of the curtains. Then when you look inside it, you will now see the most holy, smaller one. Are you seeing, are you seeing those things? That's for the mobile one. Now, when you, when you now think of the temple, which is stationary, is this, you see the same thing. If, because now you won't just, you're not looking at the temple. If you go f- zoom out, you will see first the city. 
So in the wilderness, it was camp. Camp. First camp is what? Camp of who? Of the people. All the tribes. Do you see that? The next camp is what? The camp of the Levites. So it's camp, camp, then veil, and veil. And then, or the, and then the, the tabernacle. Praise the Lord. Then, but when you, if you look at the city, you see it differently. What you now see is instead of camp, camp, you see gate, gate. If you look at for the temple, it's gate, gate, veil, veil. Right? Because there's a gate into the city. That's the first perimeter. Then there's the gate of the temple, which leads into the courts of the temple. Right? Then after that, the veil. And see, that gate actually is the, those are Levitical gates. It's the type of the perimeter which the camp of the Levites make in the wilderness. Praise the Lord. So you see, each and each of those, each of those levels, they are levels of sanctification. They're actually levels of holiness. As you are journeying, you are increasing. There's increase in holiness at each level. Praise the Lord. The, the, the very first kind of, it's not really holiness, but it's beginning, beginning. It's like I mentioned before, it's being what? It's being gathered. Praise the Lord. It's being what? It's being gathered. That's the same thing in the tabernacle, that's with the camp of the people. And in the stationary temple, it is actually the city. Every city is a settlement of gathered people who settle within a perimeter that is demarcated by gates and walls. Uh, am I correct? So they are, they are inhabitants of the city. So when, when you see what, what Zion, David used spirit wisdom, uh, praise God, to invent... David used spirit wisdom to bring about the to to found the the habitation, the natural habitation of God and God's people upon the earth. So you see, when he took Zion, Zion is a city. You see, Zion is a city. It's also a mountain, or is a mountainous city. So Zion, praise God, is a is a city of commerce those who are coming to god you have to first enter his city so those who are who are inhabitants of zion are those who have been gathered unto god they are the inhabitants of zion praise the lord then inside that city when you now go towards the temple when you pass through the gates of the temple you now see the realm of different courts which is mostly the levitical realm Praise God. The closest of the court. There are different courts in the temple. Courts of the kings are different, but the closest courts is the courts of the Levites. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So now, so you see those you see those gathered, those who are gathered. Those who are gathered unto God, but haven't measured any separation. They are the milk drinkers. They are the they are like milk. Of course, everything I'm saying is in terms of souls. Am I correct? In terms of souls, they are milk souls. 
they are milk souls. They are just, they have their own situation. When you go there inside the city, each one has his own house. They live in their own house. The same way in the camp, they have their own tents. They are, they are dwelling in their own tents. Praise God. And their provision is also, is they, they have provision as part of a corporate provision of God. Are you seeing that? In other words, as long as you are in that camp, be you anybody. Don't, don't even be an Israelite. Because when they were journeying, they had people who were not Israelites journeying with them. And one of the things that the Lord told them is that every law I gave to you, it applies to anybody. Whether they are Israelites or not, as long as they are among you. Are you seeing that? So, so, the way, so what makes to God, everything is positional. It's position. God didn't separate. There were people who are not Israelites by circumcision, but by virtue of being with the Israelites, keeping their laws, they are entitled to the blessing. They are entitled to all the, the laws and all the, the regulations. Praise God. You can't treat them anyhow. Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. So, so that, that, that tells you something. It means that you can buy into the commonwealth. Mm-hmm. That thing, right from even though you say Jesus brought grace, yeah, but you see that idea right from the beginning. God left that idea there, that by willingness. See, so that thing called willingness is powerful. Even in the Old Testament, willingness was stronger than blood. So you can bring a person who's not a, who doesn't have the blood of Abraham, but by a willing heart they can partake of the blessings of Abraham. Once they, these are a blessed people, I want to be part of them. Come and join them. Just the heart. Are you saying that the, the heart was more powerful? Even though that thing, that circumcision and all, that's not the bill, that wasn't, that's not everything. There, there's something that God can look beyond that is more important than circumcision in the flesh. It's, talk, it's the heart of a man. Praise God. So, so as long as anybody comes, you begin to live, let's say you begin to live inside in Zion, in the city of God, you, now, you, are, you actually now become a partaker of the commonwealth. They call it the commonwealth of Israel. Praise God. And that commonwealth means that God has become your provider. It's now God's job to grow you. It's God's job to develop you. That's, that's the sense... That's, that's the place that every person who is born again, praise God, everybody who is born again comes into that place. Are you seeing that? If it was your, your, if it was your job to feed yourself before, once you're a Christian, it's no longer your job to feed yourself. It's now whose job? It's God's job. To feed you what your children will wear, what your family will eat, the house you will stay in, everything about your life, heaven as you are, because you have become a what, a partaker of the commonwealth of Israel. That thing is a thing, is and that thing is a serious thing. It's a powerful thing. And once a person becomes born again, something you you gain access to something that is. Tremendous and powerful. Do you know what it means for a man? He doesn't have food. He can sit down and pray and food will come. Is that an ordinary thing? It's not ordinary. 
It's not ordinary. That you don't you have a need now, and this is the thing that many believers just walk in this normally. It's just a normal thing. You know the way we live as Christians, we think it's just normal. It's not normal. You, you need to know unbelievers. If they don't have a plan for it, they're in trouble. They have no hope. They have nothing. They have the, once it's not that's why you see they can easily lose their minds. Imagine you are a person, you are responsible for everything in your life. There's no sense of <laughs> There's no sense of let us go and pray about it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go and pray about it. You can't. Are, are you getting me? But so, so some of these things that we are now used to, by virtue of Christian culture, you need to know what it is. That you have a God there who, who is conscious and who takes care of your every need. So are you seeing that thing? That is the experience of the milk of the word milk is provision praise god is what provision it has nothing to do with god's own nature god's own plan god's own will you've been separate yet all those things no it's just that through milk the lord gives one of the part main part of milk is that it gives provision for it is i want to let us let me take possession Take responsibility over the soul. That is milk. Milk is how God takes responsibility. Okay, before you got everything in the world, just by your own mind, by everything, but now I want to show you another way. Through praying, through faith, through believing, things can begin to happen in your life. Amen. And that's, that milk of the world, that's what the word of faith, right, is teaching. What's the word of faith? The word of faith is just simply... Um, a baby or children in the faith, many babies in the faith, praise God, who are now, who are, you give, give them the instrument to begin to access the word, the commonwealth, praise God, at that, <laughs> at a level. Amen. Amen. Of course, we know the real commonwealth is not all, all those things. But you know what I mean by the, by, by the commonwealth. It's like an Israelite now who think that his wealth is about God blessing them physically and all that. But that's not the wealth. The wealth of the nation is his priesthood. When the priesthood dies, the nation is gone. <laughs> right? Uh, so, so that's also the way it is spiritually. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so, so milk, milk of the word, which is what most Christians are enjoying. Many Christians are enjoying it at different levels, according to how they are, they are developed to use the milk. You know, milk is in grades too. Milk is in levels too. Amen. So according to different, some are more skilled in milk than others. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. But so milk, um, but inside that milk thing, there is also a kind of a training involved in the milk of the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But what is that, that training? The training of milk is, to, is a reorientation of a man. It's a man who is not, he hasn't begun to receive anything of God's nature, God's spirit. But he's still a man. But prepare a man. Praise. Listen. Hold of the milk is to prepare a man 
and grow a man to a point where he becomes fed up with his things. I praise God. Are you seeing it? Prepare a man, grow a man to a point where what? He becomes, he becomes fed up with his own things. Praise the Lord. So when one of the signs of that milk has, has been done his job well is a man begins to get fed up with his things. That's the sign of milk. Praise God. Hallelujah. A man begins to do what? A man begins to get fed up with his own with his own his, with his with his own things. He begins to desire. Uh, let, me, let me know use the word desire. But desire maybe, but he begins to. He he has he gains enough development to appreciate something higher. Now, the actual act of separating him from that milk is going to be different entirely. Because he will never give it up. Just like that. Amen. Left to him, he wants to combine milk and other things. How many of you know that babies, after a while, they get fed up with just milk? Even my daughter right now, after drinking her milk, when I start eating my food, she's looking at me, she's doing a mouth certain way. She knows I'm eating something. <laughs> Amen. Amen. She, and she wants to eat anything. If anything, I, she wants to eat it. In fact, I gave, we gave her pepper, little, just tiny peppery stew thing. When she tasted it, she started crying. I guess because of this, maybe the spiciness or whatever. And then we gave her water, and then she was crying, and then she still wanted more. <laughs> Is opening her mouth. Are, are you seeing that? So, but when she was one month old, she can never do that. Two months old, she can never do that. But milk has grown her to a point where she's getting some awareness. She's now seeing what the adults are doing. She's interested in what the adults are doing. She wants to, she wants to mimic. If you're dancing, she wants to dance too. Praise God. If you're singing, she wants to sing too. Whatever you're doing, she wants to do. She wants to partake of adult life. Milk develops a person to that point. But now, now worrying with her to stop the milk is another kind of operation. Praise God. So that, that time is called weaning. Say weaning. weaning. To wean. To wean. So to make a soul, to wean a soul from milk is... Make the man abandon his things. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Listen, oh. Make a man... I remember I, I said before, it's possible there was already interest in some things before. Right? But they... But that milk is powerful. Milk can keep a soul. Because milk works. And that working of milk is, can be a great problem for his soul. So they need to send something called water. Water 
is what is what does what is what wars with a man that makes a man leave milk alone okay and what makes milk powerful is that milk is the that milk of the world inside the milk of the world is the provision that the man was using to fuel his life for a while Praise the Lord. Inside milk is what? The provision. In other words, milk, through milk, he's using to get things. Things of a man. Are you getting that? Things of a man can come through milk. Milk of the word. But you see, those things that milk is bringing, those things are what, when you see man's life, a man's life is about his things, the things that surround his soul, his own, what he thinks about, what he, you see, when you go to pray, take that milk believer, what he prays for, check those things he prays for, not with, just with the name of Jesus, what he's praying for, are you seeing all those things, but those things didn't, they came, anytime milk brings something to a man, that thing, the man forms attachment to it. Because milk's method of bringing doesn't include a power for a man to have something and not love it. You are wasting your time when you tell a baby Christian, don't love this thing. You are doing very well in your career, don't love it. What do you mean? He has nothing, you don't, what it takes not to love a thing. A man, for a man not to love his thing, that kind of power is not present inside milk. Because for him not to love his thing, he must love another thing. And that thing are things of another nature. Are, are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? So, so somebody who prays is a milk river, is born again, who can pray and money will come. You're wasting time when you're telling him, don't love money. Don't love car. Don't love a house. Don't love your career. Don't love fame. Are you seeing that? He's hard. You don't have... Those are his things. He knows nothing else. Am I making sense to you? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so, but there is something that imparts initial strength to drop things that a man loves. Begin to drop things that a man loves. And you now discover that those things which he's attached, he has attached to himself, those things, they have measure of filth with them. They are not clean. Nothing in this world is clean. Amen. Amen. What, what makes things in the world clean, unclean? It's not just the thing by themselves. It is the lost in men that surrounds the way men have it. Is their way of having what is holding the thing is a lost inside a man. Milk of the world cannot deal with a man's lost. You can't deal with a man's lost. 
someone so you don't say a believer can a believer can be getting things in the name of Jesus when they are under the season of the milk of the word and they are very it's lost lost is there very very much alive and they will still be getting things to move is is season it takes some journeying to to when another law must have been awakened for then for heaven to stop giving a man things based on lust is when there's an expectation of some growth Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's what you now say, oh, you, you ask, you don't receive because you want to spend it upon your loss. You don't tell that to children. Mm-hmm. Children are also full, babies are full of loss, but they still receive. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They still receive. Yeah. The baby is full of loss, but they still receive. Mm-hmm. What is loss? I've been loss before. It's any desire that doesn't come as what? That was not didn't come by the impregnation of the spirit of the will of God. It didn't come by the spirit. It's a man's own. I just want it. You can just want it. You will pray, and God will bring it. So, some, whenever you receive any, anything, a man receives like that is not clean. The fact it's not the thing itself. You know what I'm saying? Job is not unclean by itself. Having a house, having a car, having money—all these things are not unclean by themselves. It is the method of how you are holding them. What in the soul is holding them? Are you seeing that? So if a man just that is, he has a, a desire in him for something that did not come by the revelation of a will which God put, and then he gets that something like that, that thing is unclean. When you show the garment of the soul in the realm of the spirit, you will see all the, the uncleanness of all those things. They are still there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So there is, but there is a beginning program of Christ. Christ, this is where Christ now begins with men. Christ sends his water. Okay. The purpose of the water is to show men the kingdom. Show men another dominion. Showing men another means showing men another life, showing men other things to live for, things higher than the things that man has gotten through his lust. Praise the Lord. You have to show men those things. That's the reason for the water. The water of the word of Christ. Praise God. Is for that water is for the washing of the garment. Of souls. Amen. Amen. It's for what? The washing of the garment of souls. It's for washing of the garment. That word washing means water you have attached to yourself. Mm-hmm. Amen. I don't feel this 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 not, not the message today, but I just felt to deal with this thing. Amen. Because maybe some souls, some people might not fully understand some of these things. Amen. Amen. But just to come down and break it down. Praise God. That washing, being made clean. Book of Revelation chapter 7, that they washed their robes first and then made them white. The washing part is the same robe. It's their robe. It's not another robe. It's the same robe. 
praise God. Yes. But they wash it. Are you seeing that? Yes. So it didn't undergo change. It undergo it underwent the removal of things that are attached to it. Praise God. How does a soul get attached things to itself? It is the it is it's it is an inward something. Amen. So a soul that is holding on to a physical property, something that's tangible, it can even be fame, something, anything that the soul can love in this world, that it holds on to tightly at the expense of the things of the life of God or the dominion of God. All those things, are when, you, when you see the soul, it's not those things. You will be seeing the house, you will be seeing this how the soul holds them. It's that nature of the soul, how he holds it, that makes the soul unclean. Does that make sense? How he's holding it, that's what makes the soul what? Unclean. Anything that anybody who holds anything, do or die, this is our thing, I must, I'm, this is my, you know, my life is here. You place the value of those, that thing beyond spiritual things. Any such thing in a man is a filth upon the garment of his soul. Anything a man holds that way in the realm of the spirit is a filth upon what? It can be anything. It can be a relationship in your life. It can be a status. It can be it can just be anything. Praise God. It can be anything. But as held that way, praise God, is that anything that is Held in the inside a man, be above the will of God, above God's will, above the will of the kingdom, is a filth to his soul. Praise God, and and such a thing is a filth. It's actually a filth. Amen. So what deals with that thing is they bring the sight of the kingdom to see the seeing the kingdom is actually the water. Of Christ. Praise God. Except a man be born again, he cannot see. Praise God. Then he will see. Through seeing, he will become born of water and of the Spirit. Praise God. So the water is the sighting of the kingdom. What is the purpose of the water, of the sighting of the kingdom? Is to elevate a sense of value. Right? When you, when you personally, ah, I used to hold all these things before. So dear to me. But now I don't, I don't want to hold them soon there. I begin to see the kingdom. The water of, of, of Christ is painting invisible things that I'm now beginning to desire more. Are you seeing that? So because of that, I begin to drop all these things. That process is the, is the first separation of his soul. Through that, the soul is actually, uh, is actually going through a journey. It's already coming. Are you, are you hearing me? Yes, sir. So that's why no soul should despise sight. Mm. Seeing things. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Any soul who doesn't see things, you don't see, they don't show you all these things, the things that are not, that don't serve the purpose of the natural man, 
but there are things about God. There are things about his life. You can't begin the first phase of journeying to him. In other words, your attachment inside you to other things that are ephemeral will not be broken. And such a person will never enter the kingdom. Such a soul will never do what? Will never enter the kingdom. Am I making sense? A lot of, are you seeing a lot of movement that needs to happen even before the spirit of Christ begins to walk inside the heart? That's before the word, the spirit of Christ begins, in other words, before the person begins to become a Christ, really. Sight is already doing a lot. Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. Sight is doing what? Because that sight is, is making journey. The sight, that sight, this kind of sight we are talking about is a, is a sight that it's a sight that quickens feet. I mean, if you understand what I'm saying. It's a sight that, a lot of time when this sight is going on, it's not that, let me see, let me go and walk, let me go and do, no. As the, the sight is happening, things are going. It quickens doings. The, in fact, the doing at this level, a lot, you see, a soul can, just by giving themselves to revelation, have done a lot of doing. Has done a lot of doing because the doing is, is, is happening on the inside. Is that activity of letting go. Once you let go of something you've just done, you see, you've done something by sight. The sight increases your sense of value, judgment. When, by the time you esteem one tiny spiritual truth as valuable, it has killed an attachment of something in the natural. It will just kill something, an attachment of something in the natural. Is actually say revelation. revelation. Revelation is powerful. Revelation is powerful. It's very, very powerful. It's very, very powerful. You can man, a man can change a lot. Praise God. By sight. By seeing. Are you seeing that? So they have to clean the garment. If not, the man hasn't received the spirit yet. But then they now enter into the kingdom. Amen. Amen. Now when I say spirit, of course, the process of receiving of the water is with spirit. Water and spirit. That's with the Holy Spirit that is administering the water. Am I correct? I'm not talking about the spirit of Christ. Spirit of Christ is now talking about the dominion of Christ. That, be, that is a part of the separation journey, but inside the kingdom. There is separation outside the kingdom. There is separation inside the kingdom. Does that make sense? So when does separation inside the kingdom begin?
So from where? From the gates of the kingdom, sir. Someone say, I, I, I just, I'm, in, I'm in the kingdom. Let's say a student has entered the kingdom. They just entered the kingdom. They still have to journey. Before they approach the sanctuary, there's a journey between entering the kingdom. It's a journey of the courts. It's a Levitical journey. Are you seeing that? Praise God. So you see that Levitical journey, that's where the, the real training of sacrificing, what I was teaching about daily sacrifice, is the training of, what is that thing that Levites know that others don't know? Is that way of how they offer the daily sacrifices to God. So that one, nobody can offer that sacrifice except with the Spirit of Christ inside the heart. means that you begin to have, there's been some measure of dominion of Christ inside the soul of a man. So that one now is not only just, it is also, is also part of, is also, praise God, is also, is also part of the operation of Christ. But it's part of the operation of Christ that is not just washing a garment. But it is making it white. So when you say something was not white before, if, it's, if it wasn't a white garment before, now it's a white garment, it means that it's not the same garment. You've changed the garment. It's not, you didn't wash it. If it was green, I washed it, it's still green. I didn't bring another one. I just washed it. If it's black, I wash it, it's still black. If it's gray, it's still gray. But when you now see, ah, it's another color, it means this is not that same garment. That's the sense they're telling you. It involves an actual change of the man. So, change of a man really begins his entrance. That's what Jesus called it converted in Matthew chapter 18. He said, if you be converted and become as little children. Jesus calls it being born. That's why he calls it a birth. True. Birth means it involves another life. Means another spirit. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. It involves another life, means it involves another what? Yes. Another spirit. Then that is where the person begins to learn the Levitical, Levi- Levitical life. Am I making sense? Yes, sir. It's like a change of tribe in the spirit. You have become a Levite. Before you were not a Levite. Now you are now a Levite. You now belong to another tribe. What tribe? You belong to the tribe that God has. You've switched kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing the difference? So, in Israel, the, the, the Levites are the ones that God took as his own kingdom. Not just kingdom of Israel, his own kingdom. He took one tribe. Uh, are you seeing that? There's a, there's, a, there's a line there, a demarcation in that separation journey. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Does that make sense? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give glory to your name. Hallelujah.
Amen. And we spoke about daily sacrifices last time. Right? Um, so what we say daily sacrifice is, it's talking about continuity. Of what? Of worship. Say dominion. Dominion. Dominion has to do with continuity. Dominion. When you, when you say a soul has, has entered God's kingdom, every soul in God's kingdom, that's a sign a person has entered the kingdom. What's the sign? The sign that they've begun to they continue in the spirit of Christ. The heart continues in the spirit of Christ. It means that Christ has started having dominion. In that soul. So if you want to check, you can know whether you've entered the kingdom or not. <laughs> you can know whether you've entered the kingdom. Entering the kingdom is not being born again. Not everyone who's born again is in the kingdom. Yes. But there's a point is so we enter the kingdom of God. Some are born again and they never enter the kingdom. And when they go to heaven, they will not realize they are not in the kingdom. Though they are in heaven, but they are not in the kingdom of God. Yes, ma. Yes. <laughs> yes, please go ask your question. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I don't know, that's like the main struggle right now. So if yeah. because you mentioned that like, it has to the soul has to start the kingdom. Yes. For that whole process to begin. Yeah. That is the process of being weaned. Yeah. To begin. Um so like what I'm really trying to get, like how what does someone need to do for that separate separation yes. of being weaned from milk, being like citing the kingdom, the water being winning you from milk and all of that. Like, what does a soul really need to do? Um, like you mentioned, citing the kingdom, letting go of things. But like, is it just by saying, "I let go"? Like, I want to let go of this stage of milk. I want to be weaned. Or is there something to be doing? Are there actions? Like, is there something practical? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because like it's one thing to say yeah. you want to do that, but you can still find yourself being in that stage for years and years and years. Yes. You're really not left that place yet. I think that's really the place people are really struggling. Or people are really really need to stru- really struggle to live um, yeah. before you finally get into the gate where you start experiencing separation in the kingdom and all yeah. that. So. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So we all understand that question, eh? But now, part of my great motive inside my heart is 
to make all of us skilled to a point where we can, we can convert all this, this scriptural language into soul conversation. Are you getting me? That's where, that is where you begin to... If that thing is a great breakthrough because it, it um, is actually a, it is a blessing of, your, of the mind because what it, it makes you easily able to flow in spiritual conversation. Praise God. Hallelujah. So like, like she's talking about now, entrance, right, being the wind from the milk, right, so that you can gain entrance into the kingdom. In what you, know what, you know what she's talking about. Yes. What she's talking about is that how can she move from a place from where she's still mainly surrounded inwardly by her things? solely an operation of mind for those who are willing it's solely an operation of mind for those who are willing for my milk is pure for my milk is pure and when my operation of water comes it sinks in perfectly for my milk is pure and desire the sincere milk and once you are grown with the true milk of my word my winning would come in perfectly it's just a place where you are solely and totally dependent and solely trusting in me and not taking priority in your own things. But your gaze is on me and your gaze and your eyes are fixed on me. It's a place of you just lifting up your eyes and trusting in me because my sincere milk places my, your trust in me and not in your things. For my sincere milk makes you to be dependent on me despite the situation or circumstances of things. It's in a place of you trusting. And this is a place of impacting of skill and knowledge and understanding of my things to you to know that 
I am sufficient for you. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's read um, Isaiah. We're going to, by God's grace, we'll, we'll see how to answer your question. Isaiah chapter, let's see, Isaiah 28. Isaiah chapter 28. Um, let's read from from verse 9. Isaiah 28, verse 9. If you're there, say amen. amen. So it says, For whom shall he teach knowledge? Right. And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, and there a little, for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to these people. Praise God. To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith you should may cause the weary to rest. This is the re- refreshing, yet they will not hear. Praise God. Now what with stammering lips means with, a, with strange lips. It means a different lips. Praise God. And then another tongue will he speak to these people. Praise God. Now this verse 9 and to 11 is speaking about the season of transitioning transitioning of of people praise god now if you read all the way from verse one you see it was it was actually talk speaking about time when there was it's a time when people should have gone into judgment but they refrained from it praise god and after a while the tables became full of vomit verse eight the word vomit means Vomit is what is abhorrent to the inwards that comes out, and the man wants to take it by force back. In other words, when you have something has passed, not everything that was is vomit was first eaten whole at some point. Am I correct? It was first eaten whole at some point. It means there was a time when that thing was the right meal to eat. But it ate the meal. Then there was a time when the the body refused it. Then they now went back to eat again. So it means that it's a sense that not wanting to move on to what's next. Are you saying you stayed at some at a place 
for too long. Are you seeing that? So, so this is that time. This is actually talking about the moving on from this babyhood and begin to move further into more maturity. So there's a time when these people were refusing that. Praise God. Amen. And then that was when this word came. And I began to say, okay, whom will he teach knowledge? Whom will he make to understand doctrine? Then he says, it's them that are weaned. This was them that are weaned from milk and drawn from the breast. I'm seeing the sense here. It is, um, there's a continuous attribute to this. So this teaching knowledge and making to understand doctrine, it, is, it starts in the process of weaning and beyond winning, when the winning has been done. So it is actually the instrument through which you wean a person from the milk and draw them from the breast. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The time, the, if you ask me, what's the reason, what's the purpose of this, that season of being made clean before being made white? Why couldn't they just take the person and make them white? In other words, why can't he just go from the camp directly into the kingdom? Why must there be a season first, a distance, a separation? That's the time of weaning. Right? So a person who has been made clean is somebody who has been fully weaned from milk. Then it's time to enter into the kingdom. So you cannot teach somebody who has not been weaned from milk Levitical life or Levitical dealings. There must have been a season when they were weaned. That's the time when they were made clean. Because weaning from milk is the removing of the things which milk brought that has attached itself to the soul in a certain way. Praise God. Are you seeing? Are you hearing me? That has attached itself in a certain way. You hear what I said? Uh-huh. It's attachments. Any soul who is not, who is, who is finding it difficult to continue in the spirit of Christ, which is a sign of babyhood still. Am I correct? That sign is, it is reason, it's because of attachments in the soul. Things that need to be cleaned from the soul. That is what stops souls from continuing in the spirit of Christ or from, the, from maintaining Levitical life, which is the life of daily sacrificing. Daily means continuity of sacrifice, of the life of sacrifice. So it means it's a place where a soul has abandoned himself to sacrifice unto God. Praise God. Are you, are you seeing that? Okay. So, um, that time of winning right this verse is telling you how do they do it what do they use that's what your, your question is how do you get wind from milk is this thing the teaching of knowledge and the bringing of the understanding of doctrine is the teaching of knowledge and the what the bringing of the understanding of doctrine. Another word for this is the seeing of the kingdom. The sight, seeing the kingdom 
is bring a new knowledge to the soul. Now, in this time, there is a faithfulness with this knowledge that every soul must have. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. There is a what? A faithfulness with this knowledge that every soul must have. Now, of course, some people will say, okay, well, it's maybe it's just because I just need to go and drink some more milk. I didn't drink enough milk. So let's abandon all this knowledge and then go and drink plenty more milk again. A lot of times, that is going back to vomit. Because how do I know it's not time for you to abandon water righteousness and go and drink milk? Is that your eye has started opening. If it's not time, you will not be here. Everyone, they don't make, do you know how many people are not, are not in these waters now? Do you know, the majority of Christians have no clue. Mention word of righteousness, mention going to God, mention coming to God, becoming, they have no clue. They are not even, and, are you better than them? Are you getting, are you getting what I'm saying? They don't make mistakes. All these things, if you know what this word is, if you know what this, if you know the powers that keeps it, that hides it from men, that make sure that men don't, if you know the treasure that it is, you know that no man can ever come here without the appointment of heaven. Wow. Think about it now. All this kind of, is this, is this kind of thing that the soul should sit down for hours and be listening to? If something is wrong with you, for you to be sitting down every week, multiple times a week for hours and be listening to this, this you are not, <laughs> it's not, you're not normal. Praise, do you understand what I'm saying? Praise God. So, so, but, so the fact that it's coming, the error, what they are saying here, is that most of the time, for people who are already having exposure to this word, is because they, are, they love vomit. Are you getting me? They, don't, they love vomit. They are, they are not willing to move fully into knowledge. Settle into knowledge. They are not willing to do that. So they would rather go back. Are you getting me? To, so whenever a soul is, prefers going back to familiarity, that's, always, that's the war. The war between going, becoming a, being a baby, a milk child, and then being weaned from milk is this war. The war of settling for what is familiar versus being able to to move into the bringing in of another knowledge. Now, I will tell you why do souls stagger back in terms of not going fully into this knowledge. It's because of how it comes. It is with stammering lips and other tongue. Praise God. What is the meaning of another strange lips? That was stammering means strange. You wrote it here in my Bible, strange. Praise God, lips. And then another tongue. That word, another tongue means it's not the same way of, of speaking of the milk. Are you getting it? It's not the same way of speaking of the milk. It's not the same way. It doesn't come the same way. Now, when you bring a soul that has a, an issue, and, you, and then you, you begin to bring this word of righteousness, of the word of Johnny in to that soul, praise God. And, and then you bring another soul who, who is more inclined by help, praise God, 
um, and it has a more open disposition toward a strange tongue and other lips. Praise God. You will find that the response will be different. Are you seeing that? The response will be what? Will be different. Amen. So, the real, the real secret is how much, how easily is it for, how easily can a soul overcome the strangeness of the, of the speaking and settle into it? Praise God. And do, and do what? And settle into it. And then continuing in the speakings. Continuing in the revelation and in the word. It is that continuance that will move the person from milk to becoming clean. Or the beginning of the meat of the word. Anybody who doesn't continue in the word or in the sight of the kingdom listen to me will not become clean will not go on from the milk of the word so most times okay is not actually at this phase at this phase it's not really a lot about doing things that's one thing I'll let you guys know now there will be a time when, when your work will be, be too highly doing intensive. It will be way, 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 way high doing in terms of the, in terms of the doing, conscious doing. Constantly just doing, 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 doing. The farther you go, I mean, those who are closer, closer, closer to God, the closer you are to God, the more intensity of... The, why? Because... You have gained so much abundance of sight. Your depth of seeing is so, is so piercing that anywhere, anywhere you look, you are seeing things to do. Are you getting me? That is the body. That is the life of a priest. Are, are you getting, the priest's eyes is too, is too sharp. He's too enlightened that every time when others are playing, he's doing yeah. He's a doer. Every, anywhere, anything he sees, he's seeing commandments and he's doing. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Because of abundance of accumulation of sight. Are you seeing? Yes. Now, a person who's just coming from milk, there's little emphasis on doing things from milk in terms of just going to do all those things. You don't, you don't start like that. You start with hearing. Massively. Are you getting what I'm saying? And hearing doesn't mean you're not doing no. But you must hear and hear first. Because what they, want, they want to bombard your formation, your inward, are you getting me? Your inward configuration, your inward, what the world has installed inside man, your framework of judgment, everything. If you tell someone in, at this level, go and start doing, most of the time, what he will be doing is evil. So to help you, don't even do to start. <laughs> Tone down your and many of you must have experienced this. When you start, it is one of these things. The thing that this word does when they start, it, the, another tongue comes. They begin to expose you to doctrine, to knowledge. Is that 
they sap strength of doing things from you. There's, there's a way they do it with this word. You just, this word is powerful. If you just take that strength of doing, they want to kill you because of. Are you seeing what I'm saying? They make they want to change you from a doing so to a hearing so. That's it's, a, it's like a, it's a transition. You become a you stop being from a doing so to a hearing so, then you now become a doer again. But a doer at another level. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So, so this thing, um, it is a lot of time that transition. It is the embracing of hearing. Of hearing the another tongue. You get what I said? Is the embracement, is the abandonment of the soul to hearing another tongue. For years I wasn't doing anything, I was just hearing. I was just hearing. All the things I used to do, I was doing, they were taking them away. Just taking them away, taking them away, just taking them away. Praise God. So I can hear. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, so, this canal is almost like a birth canal. That thing they call being born of the water and the spirit. And you, are, you enter into the kingdom. It's the first birth canal you must pass through. It's a, passing, it's a birth canal. Amen. To transition a soul from milk season into meat season. Does that make sense to you? Is he hearing well? That's it. This thing I just said, it can never be disproved. If someone is saying, milk, 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 I'm not growing more. There's something with the hearing. There's always something with the hearing. Amen. Sometimes you have to revamp your hearing. Oh, it's not you. say, okay, but what do you mean now? I'm at least to the message. It's not that. But listen to the message. That's good. You've reached a one milestone. Clap for yourself. Now start listening to the message. Are you, are you getting me? Do you know the difference between what I said before and what I just said? They are not the same thing. And there are many starting that they, they will make you start again. He's talking about is because as you are hearing, they are also they are also tuning and they are constructing ears too. You're hearing; they are changing how you hear. After a while, the first level of hearing we construct further chambers in your ears. They don't say okay, go and be hearing again because there are some things that you will not hear when the first pass of hearing. You have to go back and rehear well again. Maybe the first hearing didn't touch the heart. You need to hear again. Maybe the first time you were here, you were hearing more letters, little spirit. You need to go and hear more spirit. Hear, hear with your heart. There's a, are you getting me? Giving this, this word, this, this word does not fail. 
every soul, the world has the power to give birth to any soul. Any kind of soul. Any kind of soul. So yielded to this word, giving to the word of righteousness, will what? Will change. Will change souls. Are you, are you getting me? Yeah. You heard me? Yeah. So it's, it has to do with that. The, the hearing, 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 and then hearing well. And hearing spiritually. That the spiritual hearing will make a soul move from being a child, a baby. It will make a soul, a soul grow up. Praise the Lord. So this, what I'm talking about, so this is the ministry of the water of the word. Right. The ministry of the water of the word. That, that water must contact a soul. Who is, is, the, is the water of the word that does the weaning from milk. That's what that's the job of the water of the word. To to wean a soul from milk. Okay. Did it make do you have a follow up question? No. No? Okay. Praise God. How many of us do we can always do more with our hearing? Yeah. There's so much. Everything is tied to your hearing. Every time you are hearing, anytime they bring something for you to hear, just know that that thing is your next level. Yeah. So in other words, wherever you are now, the what will connect who you are now to who you should be is what you are hearing. Right. So when you come into a place, your next place, how it will come, is your hearing. Right? So, so at every point, that thing, you, you can never... That's, it's like the ship's hearing, right? You, should, you shouldn't joke with that thing. That's something you should always be checking. How is my hearing? Sometimes if your hearing is getting bad, it's tilting, it's not... You have to war, war in that area and revamp your, your hearing intensity. If, praise God. Most of the time, if you are able to Keep that area of your hearing up. Forget other things; they will follow. They will fall. They will fall in line. They will fall into play. But when you abandon your hearing, it's not as intense as it used to be, as, as it's supposed to be. It's not as, praise God. It's more. It's become more passive. It's not as, you know what I mean. Then, then after a while, it's gradually. That's where you begin to. It becomes harder to move forward. Mm-hmm. So those who will move on from milk, they will hear. It's what they hear. It's what they hear that will grow them out of milk. One day they will drop the milk things. You know, a person who's always thinking about maybe you have thinking about something, a natural thing. Maybe it's something the one something you love the most. You live for it. You cherish it. That thing. The only thing that can save you from that thing is hearing. 
the most the the revelation that will diminish the impact the weight the value of that thing is something you will hear one day or it's a progressive a series of hearing the enlightenment is light that breaks the weight of things in the heart of men Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you see that that time that season of being made clean, being washing the robes, made clean is a is a, a great season of hearing. It's a great season of hearing and hearing, hearing with stammering lips and another tongue. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, so is that good? We understand that. Okay. Praise God. If you hear, you will grow. If you hear, if you hear, you will grow. If you hear, you will grow. Um, sometimes we, we underestimate how much time it takes to to really get something to sink inside the soul. So someone can hear something here, here, here. One day, just ah, really, this is what this thing is. It just made sense to you, but you've been hearing it for a long time. Right? That inward revelation happening to a person to set the, the heart free from certain holds. Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody has a particular nature that is very strong they behave a certain way it is hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing after a while hearing will begin to demystify the stronghold of that behavior you get what i mean that hearing and it takes hearing and hearing and hearing to deal with such a thing after a while the person will grow above such a thing are you seeing that Amen. Amen. Now, now the powers, the, the power to grow a person out of milk, like I said before, it is only the revelation of the kingdom that can do that. Only the revelation of the kingdom that can do that. Am I making sense to you? There is no other kind of word you can teach a soul. Now, let's say a soul that loves anything. In the natural. Praise God. A soul that loves something in his natural life too much and is holding there to it. What kind of word will you bring? Tell me. That can take that thing from you. So are you seeing that? There's no other kind of word. There's no word you can bring. Right? You can't bring an encouragement of any sort. You can't bring you can't bring um praise God. Are you getting I don't get what I'm trying to say? Because what that person is holding is not like a it's not like maybe it's not seen what we call sin. If somebody is now maybe is a liar now, say hey, you can bring the word of don't lie anymore, which is can be part of the milk of the word. Am I, are you, are you yes. saying, don't lie anymore. Don't lie anymore. Lying is bad. All liars mm-hmm. will have their part in the lake of fire. You preach, preach, preach. So stop lying. Yes, Praise God. Mm-hmm. 
Are you seeing that line? It's, just, it's a work of the flesh. Someone, fornication. You can preach, preach, preach. After a while, someone can stop doing that. Are you getting me? Well, let's say somebody who takes, who thinks his work is his life. Are you getting me? They, they, they count, they feel like their life consists in their possession. Are you getting what, my, my point? Now that thing, what word can deliver a person from that kind of thing? Tell me, how, how will you bring the word? The word that, say, believe God for everything God can do, cannot deliver you from that thing. Rather, it will reinforce it. The word that says, God is good, God can provide for you. Reinforce it. The word that says, be a good, a charitable giver, give to your neighbor. To reinforce it. You tell you, I need to work more to give. Tell me what kind of word can can touch that attachment, that kind of thing. It's a legitimate matter. Are you getting me? The only thing that can deal with that is that man must see something higher. You must must be able to show him something spiritual that's more valuable than that thing. Are you seeing that? And that thing can only come by revelation. It's true revelation. It's another tongue. That's what I mean for another tongue. Another way of speaking. It's another language. It's completely different from things that pertain to men. These are things of God. You must find a way to teach that man things of God. It has nothing to do with your natural life. You can't eat it here. You can't. It's just a spiritual thing. It's a nature of God that you should esteem more. Than your possessions. Are you seeing that? Praise God. So, so imagine such a soul who is in love with something like that now. Very legitimate thing, normal thing, just a man's life, what a man would like. There is no sword that can get to that area at all. So, it means that except one day you're able to open the Bible to the soul, begin to teach the person about the tabernacle. Teach them about angels. Teach them about heaven. Teach them about righteousness. The word of righteousness. Show them the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. You see all these things that we are, we are learning? Those are things. They are other kinds of things that souls should desire. After a while, such things, if the person keeps hearing, hearing them, Hearing them, hearing them, hearing them, hearing them, hearing them. Those things begins to deal with whatever things have the soul has held on to. After a while, you begin to live for these things. That's how a soul grows up from milk and begins and becomes spirit. So even so now says, no, these things are just too extra. They are too extra to me. They, are, they just sound extra. They are too, oh, why does that thing sound too... It's too abstract and too what? Uh, technical. technical, all that. Are you seeing that? Right, right. No, let me go back to my vomit. Yay. Mm. Then the heart will fall. Yes, let me sir. go to simple stuff, nice stuff. Yeah. Are you getting me? Yes, 
That's the problem. The problem is that we can't connect all these other things to growing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because every message is not that. Grow, 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 grow. But you don't know, it's not by saying grow, grow, that it's so will grow. You must paint what they need to grow into. It's another world. It's a nature. It's that they are invisible things. Are you getting those things? You must paint them, and word will bring them until they become tangible. The soul can want it. I want this reality. I want to. I want this thing. Are you seeing that when the soul is, you see that awakening of a desire is what dislodges all the others, a man's affinity to his life and things on the earth. Are you seeing that? That's what all these things are. So, so the, the scripture is the representation of how we can convey this hope, spiritual things, to a man. In such a way that the man can desire them and love them. Are you seeing that? Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's, uh, is there any other question? Does anyone else have a question? Question? No, you're looking at that. I'm looking at you. <laughs> no. Okay. Praise God. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. Amen. So when a person has white robes, eh? That that robe is what that means the person is ready for priesthood. Mm. Right, and the person begins to journey. Begins to journey more and more and more and more. And you know eventually the person will be made bride. We've we've touched on that uh quite a bit, praise God. Um Now, the heart, uh, the person who is, who is taking this journey in the spirit is the, is the heart of a man, right? It's the, it's the heart of a person, the depths of the soul of a person that's taking this journey spiritually. Praise God. And uh, so we saw that the Bible did something. They demarcated the, the journey of the heart of the soul into two, two, two seasons. The first season covers the soul's journey. Praise God. Hallelujah. To when they, have, they become white. In other words, they become, they've gotten to a point where they've mastered daily sacrifices. Right. When the soul has mastered daily sacrifices, that soul has become a Levite. That's the point where the true education, to be honest, that's when the true education of the priesthood 
begins. You have done here. Uh, uh, you see, do you know what my prayer is? My prayer is not is that none of us will just from where we are look and summarize everything as this is all this thing is, and then start playing with it. That's my prayer. Paul was saying that that he was concerned that there being remaining a promise of entering into his rest, lest any of you should seem to fall short of it. There is a promise of entering into his rest. And that promise is those who will, who will journey, who will, who will choose to follow the journey up until what? Up until the end. This place when he was talking about vomit. Amen. Yeah. After that thing where he said that through his tamalin lips and another tongue, he now said that this thing wherein is the rest, where you will cause the weary to rest. So it tells you that this journey, when they begin to, when revelation begins to appear to you, they begin to win you from milk. It's actually to end the soul in rest. No soul should stop journeying if you have not found rest. The sign that you should continue journeying is, if you, is that, yeah, that when you know you haven't found rest yet, you shouldn't stop journeying. You should keep journeying. Paul said, labor to enter. Labor to enter into rest. Praise the Lord. So, so when a soul now has, able, has mastered that, being able to maintain the spirit of Christ, right? That, it means that that soul has become a, has, has become an inheritor, Right? Of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. And remember, one of the, the things about that law is that that law makes a soul not walk in the flesh, but in the spirit. That law also puts a soul beyond condemnation. So that's Romans chapter 8, verse 4. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. Are you seeing that? Those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. They now walk after the spirit. Those are Levites. The Levitical world is the, is the first world of men who walk after the spirit. Honestly, the first kind of men you ever see who walk after the spirit are Levites. They are also the first men who are in Christ Jesus. What, what actually what controls their work is what you call the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Well, that's what Ezekiel calls a new spirit. A new spirit means the spirit of the new man or the spirit of Christ. So 
what that spirit makes a man do is he no longer walks after the flesh, but after the spirit. That is how you know that you have, you have moved into the Levitical realm. That is where daily sacrifices are offered. Those who are able to offer daily sacrifices are men who no longer walk after the flesh, but who now walk after the spirit. Now, for a man to walk after the flesh, what does that mean? It means all, he doesn't see flesh, he sees spirit. How many of you believe that? Is a sight. Is sight. You can never get any man to no longer walk after the flesh without sight. You must have so dry, drenched them in the sight of kingdom. When you see Levites, there's something inside them that is gluing them to the tabernacle. They don't go out. Other people, they don't. Do, they have nothing to go and do out anymore. It's all. It's about. You see those daily sacrifices. Is their life. By the time the, the priests come and say it's time to do it, they are the ones who carry it, they know what to do. They are, they are actually, their mind, they are, their mind is completely taken with the fact that things must go up every day to God. That's their, that's their concern in life, is that every day things must be going up from the outer court. The, the sacrifices must be going up. Are you seeing that? That is, a, that is the beginning of a Christ man. A Christ life. That's the, say this man who, who is now like that is in Christ Jesus. And, and that man no longer walks after the flesh. He now walks after the word. After his whole heart, his inclination, his thinking, his judgment is after the spirit. Praise God. Say spirit. spirit. Are you seeing that, that that thing is spirit? What the reason why they are introducing that revelation of line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, in the beginning of winning process. They want to get a person somewhere. They want to get it to a point. What's that point? They want to get to a point where your impulses are revelational. They are spiritual. In other words, what you what you consider are you getting me uh, this area of delicate sacrifices we need to really paint it well so we can see it because many of us need to enter that place is that what you consider something happened now and then all these things happen but they are no longer part of your consideration you don't consider them Hey, he said this, so he did that. And after he had did that, and he now said all these things and about you. By the time that conversation is coming, you no longer consider that. Is it, is it, you wish it didn't happen here. Yeah, you no longer have strength to consider it. It is not after the spirit. Are you getting it? But before it will be a problem, we, we, we must get to this matter. No, no, I'm not saying anything. Oh, no, I'm not angry. No, no, but we just need to get to the, the bottom of this. Okay. Do you, call the, the, do you hear what they said? Do you hear what he said? Oh, he said that you were there. He said that about me. Oh. We have to get, I have to clarify 
the, are you getting me? It's a, it's a consideration. It is, you are not a Levite. You are not a Levite yet. You are not a Levite yet. A, a, a Levite, when you bring that matter to a Levite, they try to muster strength to go after that thing. They can't. Because they now walk after the spirit. This thing has no, no value in the spirit. It has no, it's not a matter in the spirit. It has no, they don't have strength to consider it. Are you getting me? Things of life will happen normally that should drive you. Are you getting what I'm saying? All those legitimate things that we spend our energy doing that stop daily sacrifices, that, they, that break the spirit of our heart, that will uninstall Christ and then uninstall something else, go and do what we need to do, then come back and install Christ again. Are you getting me? You are not yet Levitical. When you still have energy for other things, you don't have. You see, when you see Levites, their conversation is sacrifice, 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 like fools. Sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. Those are Levites. Those are Levites in history. Those are, those are Christ men. It's like it's like trying to picture picture Jesus or picture Paul. <laughs> Any of those men. Imagine Paul arguing with somebody that this person owed me money, hasn't paid. <laughs> Praise God. And you say no no no, it's not really about the money. Oh. It's just that why will you be going around when people are not paying them? <laughs> we have to solve that matter. Are you getting me? That thing, it doesn't, it's not a, it, it has no weight. It's not a thing to him. Are you getting me? It's not a thing to him because he has a Christ, he now has a Christ conversation. If such things mean a lot to you, it's hard for, it's hard for revelation of the will of God to mean too much to you. You can't use the same heart for such... For, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? Imagine when you are in the heat of that conversation, you dimension mention will of God. <laughs> when, you know what I mean? When in the heat, you are trying to figure out who said what. And someone say, will of God, though. <laughs> 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 you, you will try that thing. You will try everything for that will of God to mean something to you. It won't mean anything to you in that moment. It won't. Uh, are you getting me? It's because, why? Because the soul hasn't heard enough. He hasn't heard enough. He hasn't heard enough. Hearing increases the sounding, the value, 
the weight of intangible spiritual things to your soul. Are you seeing? Are you seeing those things? As, those things they need you when you, you hear and hear and hear and hear and hear and hear and hear. All these things will become your life. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The holiness, this holiness thing is an interesting thing. It's very slippery. It feels a bit slippery. Sometimes we'll be surprised, maybe later, by God's grace, we won't be surprised because we would have joined it far. Amen. Amen. But you see, that, that time, when God now comes and begins to judge men, many people will be surprised. You mean that all these intangible things, is that what you are judging us for? Uh, you, you get my point? You get my point? Because the eyes, who is buried in carnality, everything that means the whole world to heaven, it means nothing to him. It's just that little thing. Maybe when they begin to judge about a tiny heart disposition, just this tiny heart disposition, you are the one who is seeing tiny. So you mean, oh, you mean because of this little thing? Oh, wait, wait, so you mean this tiny, what is separating me from God? Just this little, little, this little thing now, after everything I did as a Christian? I get what I'm saying? But when you look at it from the other side, that is everything. Imagine, imagine the value of a, of a mixed spirit. Just that, a mixed spirit. You know, bring a carnal man, bring, bring a soul that has high voltage meekness. And then bring a, another soul. To a carnal man, they are the same people. This one is just more quiet than the other one. Are you getting me? That one is just more quiet. This one is more... Uh, ah, that one is... Just, are you getting me? He doesn't see anything in that thing. But, but there is a great value inside one that heaven sees a great installation of meekness. Are you getting, are you getting the point? That's why the, the carnal mind cannot receive the things, respect not the things of the spirit, for they are foolishness to him. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. So, so, so it takes a lot of hearing to make that non-unimportant non, something called meekness become a very massive thing to a man that he will be striving every day to maintain it. When one thought, that, that's not a meek thought. <sighs> See, God have mercy. How can this thought change? What will make someone do that is because he has heard so much. Yes. If you've heard very little, you will just be thinking proudly. Normally, it won't feel anything. You won't feel anything like there's any. Pro- are you getting me? You will be. You will be dead to the sensation that there's something wrong with that disposition. Are you getting? I described pride last time, right? I said pride is not should apart. Pride is that you cannot say something. Then when, when they take what you, what you said, and you now begin to realize that all these things that you just said, there is no space for God here. You just said all these things that when we see it, we just see complete human logic. When you read human logic, is completely sound. Jesus. Sound thought, human, logically. Are you getting what I'm saying? But your mind, your mind can produce it. Are you seeing? But without any kind of thought about 
the spiritual soundness of it. Are, are you getting me? Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? What it means that at the time when that thing was fountaining out, there was no... What was happening? The spirit of Christ was dead. But are, are you getting what I'm saying? It is, it is all those rudiments of this world. Philosophies. Vain. Are you seeing traditions of men? Are you seeing where, where those things come? Traditions of men, philosophies. So when Paul was mentioning the, those things that spoil men, he didn't mention planning to steal the money of a whole nation, murdering people. Are you getting me? Being a amen. Praise God. Human trafficking. <laughs> if he mentioned those things as those who will spoil men when it comes to Christ, what did he mention? Traditions. Rudiments of this world. Are you getting there? All these things. Not after Christ. Uh, are you getting it? So, now, because those things are it's easily for a Christian to fall into those things, you will just be you can begin to live by traditions, bring out your rules and all that. Praise God, based on traditions of men and all those things. But the what will make a man have a nice thought, traditional thought, and say this thing is not good enough, I can't accept this. Rather, you bring forth a Christ thought and replace it. It is what? Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. He has heard and heard and heard and heard that what comes out of him is not just anything. I, I, am I making sense to you? Are you making sense? So, for imagine a, a man getting to a place where Christ can continuously flow out of a man. But what I mean by flow, I mean his thinking. Because as his thinking is how he will be doing. Yes, sir. If, if you bring a Christian now, who I'm talking with them, and then they're just telling me all kinds of logical things. Praise God, that are not spiritual. I know that what they just said is how they are living. It means that it means that they can easily just take a, a, a spiritual thought and put it aside and go with a logical one. Are you getting me? And it's very easy to do that. So what Revelation is trying to do is trying to install and instill the Christ mind in a man. It is how much volume and installation of Christ's mind you have that makes a man stay. Are you seeing that? To stay in the Levitical life or to continuously walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. When we are approaching here, 
Sometimes it becomes difficult. That's why utterance must come. If there's no utterance, we won't be able to see the difference. Right? Between just a natural conversation, tradition of men, rudiments of this world, and after Christ. But in these last days, women must have this judgment too. If you don't have this judgment, you will just follow the world to be doing what they are doing. But you won't be able to see that there are serious red flags. It will take a spiritual mind to judge the world, not a carnal mind. Praise God. So, so the word of God divides the journey of a soul, of the heart of a man, into two main seasons. Right? There is a first season, and each season it has is according to the level of closeness that the heart has measured towards God. The first season is the journey from wherever the soul is coming from, right? If you are talking about, um, based on what I said before, maybe coming from the camp, or Book of Revelation calls it the city, and the courts. Do you see that? The city and the courts. The city, city and, courts. and courts. Those two Position in, in the spirit is the when you sum them together is what you call separation. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yes, that is what in the book of Revelation chapter eleven it said is being given unto the Gentiles, because chapter eleven of Revelation was looking at a soul, souls at a state. They took soul journey, put opened a particular state. Let's say the soul has journeyed to this point. There are matters in that, that dimension where it has journeyed to. They wanted to open up. Now say, okay, to show that the soul is here, the soul has already passed this other point. Right? Although they were looking at it from the side of destruction. In other words, if you want to destroy the soul, what, what, what must you have destroyed first to get to that point? Amen. So they said that the courts, chapter 11 of Revelation, and the sorry, we're not opening all these scriptures. If I say let's open them, there's no time, please. But I believe many of us know these scriptures. You know, Revelation chapter 11. If you don't know it, go and open it and read it. Praise God. So they took the cords, okay? Praise the Lord. And the what? And the city. Then we now saw that, of course, that. Taken took the first three and a half years, yes. right? So that's the first half. Yes. I, I can call it a half, but to me, I feel it's the first season. Mm-hmm. Is the season the first season of journeying of a soul? So you mean that the whole separation season is the first season of journeying of a soul? Then there's the next season of journeying. That season is is key. Mm-hmm. This is to me. This is when the real, real, real journey really starts. Is, is real, real, real journeying toward God starts in priesthood. Everything else is preparation for priesthood. How many of you believe that? How many of you know that? Yes. 
That's why nobody should feel like we've seen everything and then it's time. Let's go and play. No, we've not started. If it, when a soul starts becoming becoming a priest, what you you will begin to see. That's when your that's when really seeing begins. Anything you you've not seen anything yet until priesthood, when the soul starts becoming priestly. Because you know at that point that's when they turn off the light of the sun. That's when you enter inside. Right? You know what I mean? That's the tabernacle, right? Priesthood starts from... The separation is when you get to the door of the temple, which is the first veil into the holy place. Then priestly world is when they open that. Bye-bye, son. Are you getting... Because... And what is the real, the main difference is different allocation of light. Different. So it means there's a dimension of Christ that's taught under the sun. Christ is powerful now. He's a man. So he can use sunlight. Under sunlight he can be teaching. That's one thing God can never do. That's why God needs to have a Christ. God needs a man who can go under the sun and be teaching. In other words, he's coming under men have their light. This is man's light. He said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That light of life is the light in which we see light. It's a light that comes and takes men into another light. There is what you call God light. But Christ is a kind of light that came from God. John spoke about it in the book of John. He's actually a light. <laughs> Amen. This is the light. He said that he was speaking of John. He said John the Baptist was not that light, but he came to bear witness of this one. Praise God. Amen. So, so he is the light. He doesn't have. He doesn't have problem shining under the sun. You know that appearance of Paul to Saul was metaphorical. Sun was shining. He came and he shone. Saul did not blind those guys' eyes. It's all Paul Saul's eyes. Wow. When he shone, Saul's eyes was blind. So he Christ, who is Christ? Christ is a light who can shine under the sun but become brighter than the sun. Because he is also he is a son. They call him the son of righteousness. Amen. That son of righteousness is his son. He can he can shine out from the most holy. But he can also come under the light. He, Christ is a light who a man can be under. You see how bright the sun is? And then he can, be shine, he can start shining to a man. The man starts seeing a light brighter than the sun. While the sun is still shining. That's Christ. Are, are you getting the sense of that? How, how, do, how, do, how do you paint the kingdom? How can a man who is just a natural man, who has learned to live for everything in the earth all his life, and then you're, you're now able to now, through revelation, show that man the kingdom. Do you know how invisible the kingdom is? 
Are you getting my sense? Yeah. Me, imagine a man, okay, who is going to work every single day. Like me, for example, I was a student. I'm in engineering. Every day I'm learning differential equation. How to use Laplace transform. Do you know what those things are? That thing can eclipse a mind. You will, you will stay there, you will stay bur there buried. You will never come out all your life. Do you know how powerful that, that, that is? a light shining there. Are you getting me? You are going, you are letting the eclipse every day. Imagine, imagine a light sh that began to shine in my head that was brighter than Laplace transform. As a young guy, I went to, I was working, I went to work at Blackberry at that time. That was the peak of Blackberry. I was working with devices, making telephones. Are you getting me? The technology I was exposed to, cutting edge, when it comes to brightness of technology and all that, mm. it was shining on me. <laughs> but at that season, the light was shining brighter to me than all of that. What kind of light is that? It's called Christ. He, he can come raw under the sun and be shining. What is he? And showing the kingdom to a man. Are you, are you saying that? That will make a man... Look at all these things and say, no, I don't want them. I want the kingdom. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? that? That is Christ. Praise God. Uh -huh. So that's one level of shining for separation. So that's a, a, a Christ shining for separation. Then until they, that will bring a man, after he has a white robe, to become a candidate for priesthood. Priesthood is where light changes. Praise God. You now have to move into what we call the light that shines in a dark place, which is the light of the tabernacle. So that season, the Bible calls it the last times. Any soul that has entered into priesthood has entered into last times. Yeah. Last times. Amen. Amen. You've entered into what? Last times. You've entered into last times. The last time. That is when they begin to prepare a soul to love God. That's the work of priesthood. That's when they begin to prepare a soul to do what? To love God. Sacrificing to God and loving God are not the same. Praise God. Amen. Sacrificing to God and what? And loving God are not the same. They begin to teach the loving of God. That's, the, that's, the, that's one of the main teaching. The, the purpose of the tabernacle is to impart charity to the soul. 
Praise God. Time has gone. There's a place that we always get to and stop. And then we start again and come back here and stop. <laughs> Praise God. God needs to help us to move, to move further. But we can't rush anything. God will, the Holy Spirit will help us to move. Um, I'll stay, I'll stay dim fit. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Worship you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Bless your holy name, we 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 bless your holy name. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. The priesthood. Is when they de- they begin to develop. They begin to develop the. They begin. They develop. That's where they develop the resilience or the strength against iniquity within a soul. the strength of priesthood that must be developed. Um, there are things that that is so can only receive when they are that they can only receive inside the course of the school of priesthood. It's a kind of it's a different strength. It's a strength that Levites don't have. So you saw that Gentiles say they, they are taking the courts and the city means they could deal with Levitical stature, right? But there's a higher stature than Levitical stature, which should be in which they install in souls in the last time, right? That stature is priestly. Praise God! Is a what? Is a is a priestly. Stature, yes, and it take it will take that stature to defeat. That will be is the the purpose of the of priesthood is to prepare 
the resistance against destruction. When the powers, the forces of destruction begins to come, it will only t- only priests, only priests can stand. Yeah. Because of the school of priesthood is the school of the is actually the school the this is the school of praise the lord the school of the priesthood is the school that's where they begin to teach the the witness the witness that has the strength against destruction against death praise god you discover that after the, the three and a half years then the next three and a half years was a season of prophesying of the two witnesses those two witnesses are the they are the schoolers the teachers of the priesthood so what they are prophesying is the strength are you getting me is a strength against who? Against destruction. Or against the, the beastly nature or the nature of the Antichrist. Yes. So, souls must come into priesthood and journey in priesthood to have the kind of stamina that it will take. Against certain kinds of things. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think that's all I will say about that today. Um, there will be more time later on. I will bless today. Yes, Thank you, Father. Yes, Amen. If you are blessed, say I'm blessed. Yes. Yeah, okay, let's just begin to thank God and just thank you, Jesus. Come on, said. bless you we give you glory today thank you lord for your word thank you because we know this is an opening you opened uh, more sight to our soul um, you're bringing more of defining the reality of our cause our path the path which we ought to follow with our hearts father we pray that you will impart strength to every soul to every one of us 
in this journey. Father, may this word be an encouragement, not a discouragement. May it be a serious encouragement and an invigoration within our depths, Lord, to follow you as you desire. Father, as many who are looking, Father, for some kind of impartation of strength, in wherever they are in their path and their journey with you, I ask let there be a release of that strength from heaven to such hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give glory to your name. We pray, Holy Spirit, you are the true teacher. Come and take this word and open it up more and teach us even more. Bring more clarity. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.